Stupid Wizards, Actual People contains content for adults. Content warnings can be found in episode descriptions. Listener discretion is advised. playing improv podcast my name is Derek Dix and I'm playing Vincent Graybane Vincent's a certified monster hunter swashbuckling rogue and your potential future one night mistake I fucking hate you (laughs) I'm Josh Manny I play Kellen Graybane the older brother to Vincent also a certified monster hunter with maybe a little bit of a secret whoa (laughs) my name is Elizabeth Ryan I play Willow a Warforged fighter who... Not like the other Warforged. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and she is... obsessed with butterflies. <laughs> they do be fucking. <laughs> and Willow was hired to be the companion investigator to this Mm-mm. nope sorry all, all the way over <sighs> i uh, my name is <laughs> <laughs> see it's your fault what about like certified moon deity <laughs> no i'm not though you could be my name is elizabeth ryan i play willow a warforged fighter and she's just happy to be here. <laughs> I love it. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And I am Drew Burden. I'm going to be running this game as the DM. I don't have any important facts about myself. <laughs> uh, so I was getting ready to die because I rolled a nat one as we were investigating Tabitha's cellar. It's not the first cellar of a woman named Tabitha that Vincent's investigated, but... <laughs> The first one he's found a dead body in. Or is it? <laughs> or is it? Yeah, I think stuff is uh, about to go down. Shit's about to go down, right? Like, Drew, something just, just grabbed you. Okay. Are any of us really okay? And that's true. That is true. True facts with Drew. Yes. They call them Drew facts. <laughs> <laughs> Say the words, Drew. Roll for initiative. Yeah, there we go. You know, fucking slower next time. Roll for initiative. God damn. Oh shit. <clears throat> I'm about to save my suck. fucking brother. I got a 20. Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Guess. Wait. Wait. <laughs> I mean, Elizabeth is literally like yeah. an angel of the moon. <laughs> yeah. Her very own Castiel. I got a 20. Natural? Uh, no. It was an 18 plus 2. Listen, my brother is in danger. Jamie! Vinny. Vinny got a 12. Willow got a 4. Alright, so what happens? Well, first, uh, a shadowy claw reaches from the corpse. Not the corpse doesn't reach up, like a shadowy claw comes out of the corpse, non-corporeal style, but feels very corporeal as it wraps around your throat. Kel? 
Vinny? <clears throat> Kel? Donkey? <laughs> <laughs> Kel, you are first. Of course I am. My brother's in trouble. What are you doing? I'm going to attack. Well, how? Oh, Describe I mean, this what is you're a, doing. This is an audio podcast. <laughs> you're right. Aware. You know what? That's fair. Uh... Kellen sees this he thing. Attacks. <laughs> Kellen attacks. <laughs> no, uh, he sees this thing uh, like attacking Vincent. Um, it's just really kind of just grabbing me. Whatever. It's a. You know what? Can't be safe. No way. All right. So he extends his hand. Uh, his ring glows. That's on his right hand, actually. Uh, it, it glows uh, faintly um, and uh, shoots forth a beam of energy. For those of you at home, Josh is looking at his hand as though he's wearing a ring. <laughs> Except on the wrong hand. <laughs> Except for he never learned he his rights from what? <laughs> I hold my L's. <laughs> he has now all of his index finger and thumb fingers extended to make an L and a not L. They're both L's. <laughs> no, that's not true. Yes, they are. One is an L and one is a backwards L and I can't tell which one. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help. Uh, what if I turn him this way? Jesus. <laughs> So uh, I, I I attack. Um, <laughs> All that to say, I, I attack. attack. You got a twenty-one on the dice. A on the you got a twenty-one on the dice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, Josh Mane is being removed from this podcast for cheating by getting yeah, a twenty-one. D and D players here. Fourteen plus seven, twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. With an Eldritch Blast, is that what you're doing? Yes. With oh, an Eldritch, Eldritch Blast. Fucking warlocks. Absolutely. Get some original material. <laughs> okay. What uh, does it look like? Is it arcs from your ring? Uh, it's a, it's a like an attack. <laughs> it's just a uh, a coiling red beam. Well, it, say, start, it shoots out as a coiling red beam. Your D six from this angle looks fucking sweet. <laughs> I know it's a cool dice. It looks set. cool as hell. Yeah. Like it's just bright blue glowing. A uh, twenty one will hit. Nice. Uh, I got twelve damage. Okay. For my first attack. Uh, 14. The 14 hit? 14 will not hit. Okay. So my second. Which also looked of... like an attack. <laughs> Shut up. And uh, it just misses. Okay. Uh, and I will. This doesn't seem like a good idea for me, but I will move towards Vincent. <laughs> Try to okay. help him. My brother. Vinny. Vinny. All right. <clears throat> it is now uh, the creature's turn. Um, oh, that's really using bad. your using your neck as leverage to pull itself the rest of the way out of his body. You see a spectral uh, skeletal face uh, cloaked in shadow with glowing blue eyes. Um, for Kellen, reference, I'm really scared. Looks kind of like this. And it looks what like that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm showing a picture in the. Um, Monsters of the Multiverse book, so they know what it looks like. Um, you just have to use my bad descriptions to learn what it looks like. And it is going to make its first attack, which looks oddly like an attack. <laughs> where it takes its free hand. I didn't even say it. I said, where, no, like, what do you want from me? Where it takes its first hand. And not for the second hand, because it's holding on to At least first. <laughs> so the hand that's not grasping you by the throat. Uh -huh. um, you are considered grappled right now, by the way. That's what you got for your natural one. <laughs> it's going to uh, take its other claw and try just to rake it across your face. Did somebody make her? Don't do it. That is going 
to be a 10. Uh, 10 will not hit. Okay. So, like, I think as he's, like, choking, or as a creature's choking me, and it goes to swipe towards my Harder face. Harder daddy? What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you said harder, Daddy. I didn't mean what you said. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, yeah, a little aroused. Uh, Kel kind of leans into the choke. Or, or not Kel, sorry. Vincent, Get your fucking name right, bro. Yeah. Vincent kind of leans into the choke a little bit, and it causes the creature to kind of just misjudge the distance. Okay. And then uh, with its second action... It is going to... Uh, Kelly gets two attacks! <laughs> it's going to open its mouth, like, wider and wider. And it's a spectral creature, so it doesn't have, like, a like physical form. So its mouth just stretches to an impossibly wide open. I'm kind of jealous! The blue, <laughs> the blue light uh, shines brightly as it's staring you in the eyes. And then it turns its head towards your brother, who shot it. And a beam of blue energy shoots out at Kel. Uh-oh. Kel dies! not good. It looks like an attack, weirdly enough. <clears throat> That's going to be a 14. Yeah. I have a 13 AC. I don't have armor, I don't think, so... Whoops. Do you have, like, uh... Uh, Kel takes 17 necrotic damage. Do you have any reaction spells? As a warlock? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like shield or something? You know, I should. Because if you had shield, it wouldn't hit you. Mm Mm-hmm. You see, audience, shield is a spell that you can use as a reaction that increases your AC by 5 until the start of your next turn. I don't have shield. You don't have... No. He gets like three spells. Do you have as a any reactions? Yeah. Looks like he you're has, taking 17 has, damage, bro. He has two options. He can either dodge the claw and take him out with a spinning back kick, or he can take the claw to the face, roll around, <laughs> and then die. <laughs> the chosen one learned that day. Metal claws are like crap, man. <laughs> well, you. I'm not very martial, so I don't think I'm going <laughs> to hit the spinning back kick. He never got to go up to the radio shack. <laughs> Uh, so you said 17 damage. Uh, next up in the order is gonna be Vinny. So seeing this thing hit my brother, I, I already had my dagger out as I was kind of looking through this body. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, as he's choking me, I'm like, close that gaping mouth ears, and I'm gonna try to stab up into his throat. Do I have advantage on this at all? No. You have regular. This fucking How about sucks. This? You don't have disadvantage. Um... <laughs> 15, does that hit? That does hit. Do I have sneak attack on this? You do, because as a swashbuckler, so long as nobody else is within five feet of your target, you're considered dueling them. Mm-hmm. So you are dueling this guy. Um. Okay. What? Oh, I also have steady aim. Well, I did move towards him. Yeah, but you didn't reach them. Oh, okay. I, oh. oh, I guess Ted. Okay, so I'm sorry. You're right. You don't get dueling, but since you're still a basic rogue, since you have an ally within five feet, you also get sneak yeah. attack. There you go. You're a basic. The only ass time you rogue. don't get sneak attack is if you're if an enemy is next to an enemy and you're by yourself. Yeah. So if you're either by yourself with them within five feet of an enemy, or for one of your allies within five feet, you get sneak attack. Swashbuckler right, always gets sneak attack. Let's see here. I rolled three twos and a one, so two, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage into the uh, awaiting chin of this shadowy creature okay yeah so as you slam your dagger upward you kind of catch him in his like stretched out jaw under the jaw and some of that blue light kind of pours out and lets out a terrible screech you only get one attack yeah a level five he's a rogue rogues don't get multi-attack i mean i could use my offhand oh, but i can't right. i can't i can't reach my crossbow that's fair or my rapier because i have my dagger in my as i said hand. earlier i was not a good rogue <laughs> I could take a second attack with my offhand. I just can't. I would have to also, ready it. Yeah. Also, not a good high school student. Yeah. 
stop making references <laughs> to content that is not available right now. <laughs> Next up is going to be Willow. Am I how, like what? What are we look? What are we looking like here? And are we all kind of grouped up? Well, together? there's a triangle in the room. <laughs> it yeah, is, a it, it, it's a small. It's Thanks. a small cottage. Um, I know where we are. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying, meant, like, I'm trying to describe it. Yeah, combat. so in the triangle, you're still standing over near the stairs because you came oh. to the Bonsai to torch out, right? Because you gotcha. went to the Bonsai you took out your torch, you lit it up, and they just kind of ran into the room like, oh, what's this stuff? And they got in trouble. Gotcha. Um, you're probably like 10, 15 feet away from it. It's pretty okay. small across. Okay. You know, it's not very big. Cool. You have a torch in your hand. I'm going to draw my rapier. Okay. I'm going to go up and try to slash this thing's arm maybe in an effort to get it to let go of any um actually you'd want to stab it with a rapier it's it's piercing damage oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stab it i'm gonna stab it so good it was just your also don't also don't try to other people's role playing (laughs) stop it that's that's strike one (laughs) you're on probation now josh (laughs) So well, I'm just turning your podcast card. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> so that'll be a 21 for my first hit. Absolutely. And then that'll be a 12 for my second hit. So you will hit one time. One time. Okay, cool. Oh, shit. So that's going to be six damage. And then as my bonus action, I'm going to make a cool transformer noise. <laughs> that wasn't it. <laughs> 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 Autobots roll out. Please, for the love of God, don't. Um, I think I, the way I kind of see this is like my my skin kind of like comes off in it in like sections and then like groups back together to make my echo. Okay. So and then like you just kind of see my nasty robot self underneath and that's like that's me and then my skin is gonna be my echo okay cool and then um that'll go to metal as fuck blank well yeah this she's shadow made of metal. thing all right <laughs> turn in your podcast gun <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna go uh back to the top of the order kel what do you do you just got hit by a big blue beam of energy yeah i did not feel good you feel a little sticky Oh, sticky? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, I'm going to go f- again. I don't Step like bro. Step <laughs> bro. Uh, Turns out one of you was adopted the whole time. Step shadow demon. What are you doing? It hasn't let go of Vincent, though, right? Ow. Nobody has attempted to stop the grab. Not even me. How, I, how do I stop you the grab? You stabbed it. That's true. You would have to try to pry them off. It would be an action, and it'd be opposed athletics. Just, a, I just, just an action? Like, it would, could it take, like, if I don't choose to move, I could use that? Or you mean it uses This is back? not Pathfinder, once again. <laughs> it would be your action. Hey, Josh, you know in Pathfinder you get three actions. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, attack it. Blast again. Hit it with the Elder Blast? Yeah. That's a natural 20. Ooh. And max damage. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And? Are you sure? It doesn't hit. <laughs> Are you sure? Did you roll that with disadvantage? You're covered in this thing's goo. Do I have disadvantage? Well, see, when I made the comment that uh, you were not within five feet, you made the comment that you ran up to your brother and range attacks in melee range to take disadvantage. So, yes, that was your doing, not mine. Wow. It's an 18 on the dice. That still hits. Just no matter. It's not a crit, though. I'm sorry. You gave yourself disadvantage. You even said it was a bad idea to run into melee range with this thing. I feel like you just cucked me really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Step to him. <laughs> 
Whatever, 14. What are you doing in my washing machine? <laughs> 14 damage on this thing. Okay, yeah. And then I will attack again. You could take a step back first. And I want to get attack of opportunity. It hurt. It's a 12, so... No. Yeah. So yeah, so as you um, unleash your beams, uh, you have a really clear shot in its face. You're like, oh, I'm going to blow this thing's head clean off. But it kind of like moves your brother in front of it a little bit. So it causes your first shot to go a little wide. You still hit it, but you know, it doesn't do it. And the second one just completely misses. Yeah, we got to work on your follow-up. <laughs> I feel like that first attack should have had way more impact. <laughs> I feel like I really got cucked by God over here. Like, like 14 points more impact. <laughs> or no, 10 more points. An arbitrary number more in Another, <laughs> like, at least double the effect. So it's going to take its claw and try to rake your face again. I don't like it. I don't like it that way. Hmm. Alright, that's a 19 on the dice, so I'm That'll just going to do some assumptions. What's it trying to hit? His Me. face. Oh, okay. And then, alright, so it takes its claw. You expect it to, like, rake across your face, but as it touches your face, its claws kind of actually, like, sink <laughs> into your skin. It'll actually pierce your skin, but it's like a non comport It's like a yeah, ghost-like yeah, yeah, yeah. creature. So it kind of like just melds its claw in with your face. Um, what you forget? I forgot that I, I have mage armor. I need you to do a constitution saving throw, please. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's a... That's a... That's a four. Okay. So it does six damage to you as you feel the life force being drained from you. Uh, Actually, as a rogue... I have uncanny dodge, so I'm going to take three damage. And use your reaction. Yeah. Okay, well, your maximum health points also goes down by three. I hate that. <laughs> and then with its second attack, it's going to try to do it again. Okay. Wow. That is a 15. That does hit. All right, this time take seven damage. And again, constitution saving throw, please. This dice fucking sucks. Uh, nine? Uh, so your maximum hit points go down by seven this time. Cal plays health. i <laughs> Please hit both of your attacks. Vinny, it's you. I'll try first, though. Readying a weapon, is that a bonus action? or f You get one free item interaction a turn. Okay, so I'm going to pull... So it's a free action the first time you do it. After that, it's an action. Can I make a sleight of hand or acrobatics to Arya Stark my dagger from my right hand to my left hand and then draw my rapier from my right hand? I will just let you do that. Okay. Because I enjoy the sight of you switching hands fluidly in battle. <laughs> yeah, so I drop my dagger from my right hand to my left hand, and I'll swiftly pull my rapier with my right hand, and then I'll take a quick stab with the rapier, and then a quick stab follow-up with the dagger. So for the rapier, that was on a one, and then it bounced. 14? No. No? That's not what you need. Sorry. And then with the dagger, um, and for... Two weapon fighting, I just don't add my... Ability modifier. To the hit or to the damage? To the damage. Okay. So this is the dice damage. Uh, 17. But, yes. Okay. But it does apply sneak attack. You can apply yeah. sneak attack once around. Yeah. Um, so you, but you don't add the plus dexterity So the dagger will make purchase, but the rapier misses. Once a turn. Once a turn. Yeah. Oh, Not once around, once a turn. So you can't do it on reaction and damage. So... The rapier will miss as I'm, I kind of draw it and fumble it a little bit, but I'm able to, like... I and this thing is also inches away from your face. Yes, you think, yeah, like, the stab of the rapier, you have to, like, bring your arm yeah. way back, kind of angle it. It's kind yeah. of a weird so situation. I, but I get I catch the dagger with my left hand and just thrust forward kind of into its shoulder area. And yeah, as you kind of... Because you, yeah, you reach your rapier back, as you stab in, its, it's body kind of just wisps around it, but that wisps it right in the range, yeah. right in the Perfect. path of your dagger, so you give it a good stab, which was your plan all along, distract it so you could stab it, right? I also can't breathe. I'm running out of oxygen. And what was the damage on that? 17. No, that wasn't... Oh, that, oh yeah, yeah. Because I had sneak attack. Sorry, I thought that was you. you. 17 was also your roll, so that yeah. really like, threw me All off. All right. Willow, what are you doing? It's like the, we have double rapiers users. 
Mm-hmm. We do. You should have a rapier, Josh. I don't know how to use it. Mm. Actually, it's, it's not true. just I for decoration. A, uh, you should have been. Have you should have been a pack of packed of the blade and made that your pack weapon. Then you would have been able to use yeah, it. We could have been the three musketeers. I know. Oh, that would have been wasted cool. opportunity. Um, I would like to re-roll my character. Josh, <laughs> I need you to turn in your podcast. <laughs> just turn over the whole thing. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Can I attack twice? Am I echo attack twice? No. Bullshit. You can attack twice, and then you can use your unleash incarnation or whatever it is a number of times equal to your com modifier, so only once around though. So you can basically make three attacks around. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if like So you attack twice and then you can use your like in what is it called? Unleash incarnation or something like that. And then oh, it gets yes. one attack. Yep, there. yep, I see it. Yep. Okay, cool. I'm gonna try that just because this is a new character and I cool haven't done that before. Shoo first attack. That's gonna be a I think a twelve. I'm I'm afraid not. Okay. Damn it. It's giving y'all. Uh, that's a nat twenty. That's a natural twenty. Yay! What woo! is that? Double dice. The dice, yeah. You double the dice. I remember when I almost had a nat twenty. Uh, that's fourteen plus fourteen plus five, so nineteen. Okay. And then I'll go ahead and unleash incarnation and let my echo attack as well. That's a fifteen plus five should be twenty. Well, that'll do it. That's gonna be a ten. So ten plus nineteen is twenty nine. Okay. Total. So yeah. So as you uh, damn, as you miss your first attack, your um, it kind of wisps its body out of the way. Um, but you saw it do the same thing to Vinny, so you know its moves. So you stab again really quickly with just a quick wrist flourish. You know your dexterous weapon, and you catch it like straight in what would be its throat throat area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it lets out a gurgled scream. And then your echo from behind just sticks it through. The light in its eyes uh, shines extremely bright for a few seconds and then goes out as the shadow just kind of melts into the floor and disappears. Releasing Vinny. I run over and and grab Vinny before he falls. I give my echo a high five and then I make it come back onto myself. I like to say as you high five it, like your hands don't separate. It kind of just just crawls up your arm. Yeah, it just like Iron Man's up my body. That's fucking cool, actually. Yeah. It's like uh, Venom or hey, some hey, shit. Like hey. your Transformer noises, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't do it again. Vroom, 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 it sounded vroom, so cool vroom. in my in head. In your brain. So he as runs, he's freed from the grapple, I'm going to go As Willow kills him. the creature, you run over and grab your released brother. Is it dead? Vincent, are you okay? I think so. What the fuck was that? I don't, I don't know. Would my memory banks know what kind of creature that is? No idea. I'm going to quickly sketch it in my notebook so I can remember it. Mm-hmm. Willow, do you know what the fuck that was? Unfortunately, I do not. forgot you were doing a French accent. <laughs> <laughs> Caught me off guard. It's so good. Well, I mean, I don't want to go out ahead of where we are, but I think Tabitha might have been up to something. Call me the world's greatest detective. <laughs> does It does appear to be that way. I'm going to reach down and like yank this body out of the... Okay. Yeah, so as you grab the body, which now looks like desiccated, it was like a, a dead body. It was a little rotty, you know, because it's been here for a week or so. But now it looks more almost like, you know, dried, shriveled. And as you like grab it by the arm, the arm just comes clean off and turns to dust in your hand. Fuck. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I would like to roll a medicine check. Okay. That was the sound of a good roll. That's 11. <laughs> that's a dead body that's turning to dust. This is a dead body turning to dust. 
<laughs> uh, I take it you're not a doctor either. <laughs> I am trying. Okay, well, okay. I do have an herbalism kit in my inventory. <laughs> Let's take a step back as I, like, clean the dust out of my hand. Dead clergy. Crazy witchy symbols on the floor. Crazy shadow monster with a choking kink. Tell me, Kellen, what is it? Spit it out. Come on. Um, a shadow stalker. Was there anything on the? That's what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> Was there anything on the body, like any just kind of object? Clothing. Just his clothing. Okay. Anything in the hole? In which he nope. was placed, like no herbs or. I think we need to find this Tabitha. I look at Willow, who sketched the creature. I'm like, Shadow Stalker. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was called. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, I think we need to find this Tabitha. Yeah, we could like start at good... the bar. I don't. Yeah, sure. Oh, what indication did you get from that? Called a hunch. A hunch. Hunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a hunch. <laughs> Interesting hunch. You know, we could ask around. Tabitha was new. Somebody right? had to have seen like her. New to the village? Yeah, well, she's... The town? Well, you didn't ask, like, specifically how long she'd been in the town, but, like, she was new to the uh, temple. She'd been a member for, like, maybe a month. I do think it is important to... Wait, is there anything left of the body? Or is it all ash now? So his body is still there. As he pulled the arm up, oh, like he touched it, arm. it turned to ash. Like his I, arm came off and it turned to ash. Like if you could disturb the body, if you touch the body, it's going to break be apart. Before we disturb this body, I do think it should be uh, identified properly. Sure. I don't want to touch it anymore. I want to go find Brother Silas. Continuing okay. the investigation. I'd be like, Vincent, if you think checking the bar and gathering information from the locals is a good idea, have at it. Maybe... Get yourself looked at. No, um, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, maybe get yourself uh, checked out. I don't get some markings around your throat, but I'm going to go try and talk to the Silas, Blue's name was. Trying maybe, to decide if I'm going to come with you or not. I'm going to try to find out more about this Tabitha. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. You go talk to Silas. I will continue my investigation at the tavern. Do my due diligence there. And then I feel like we slow turn and look at Will. <laughs> uh, do, you, what do, you, do you have any? I will return to the church to... Oh, so you're going with Cal. Good. Settled. Let's go. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Okay. So I'll climb out of the basement um, and start heading back to the church, I guess, with Willow in tow. And as we're walking, I'll be like, so... Uh, your, like, skin came off during that fight. Yes. That's pretty cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, all right. Well, you, uh, uh, I'm going to go find Silas. I don't know if you wanted to also come along with that or if you had something yes. else. Oh, uh, awesome. I need to get the body properly identified. Did you take the body? No. Okay. <laughs> cool. I think it's probably Brother Caleb, but I think that confirming. is an astute observation. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go look for Silas. Okay. Yeah, um, so you'll go around in the church. You'll find a couple of the seven acolytes that were out. They'll be like, oh, yeah, Brother Silas, he's probably at the inn. We're temporarily staying there because, you know, we don't want to wait for this to get your investigation to progress where we can decorpsify the uh The sanctuary. inn, not the tavern, but the inn, right? Two different the inn and the tavern are the same place. Oh, cool. 
party should not be split up, apparently, at this point. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, just, there's the inn and the tavern are the same place in this town. Yeah, uh, he, was last, to... he was last seen at the inn with uh, Sister Maddie. I'm going to find, I'm going to ask uh, someone if they knew who Brother Caleb was and explain to them, you know, we found a body. I'd like to make sure that it is Brother Caleb, in fact, and not someone else. He'll seem disturbed by the news and he'll run into the church. Shortly after, very slowly, we'll walk out a very old man. Yes, I can identify the body. I forgot about him. <laughs> Father it's, Vincent. Yes, this is I, Father Vincent, High Priest of Salem. No relation. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> okay, I will lead him back to Tabitha's cottage. It kind of explain my thoughts, you know, that mm-hmm. maybe she was up to something a little bit more and... Please slow down. You're walking so oh, fast. Oh, my apologies. And I'll, like, offer my arm to, like, link up with his and just kind oh, of... Oh, the goddess is too kind. And, and he, just, like... Yeah. Arms. Just... I'll mosey. Okay. So, like, an hour and a half... <laughs> <laughs> like, a significantly longer time than it should take later. He will work his way down the stairs. When he sees the uh, arcane symbols, he will kind of spit. And then he will, um... Do you recognize these symbols? No, just blasphemous act. <laughs> and he looks down, and a tear rolls down his cheek, and he's like, Yes, that is Caleb. I understand how hard this is for you, but I do appreciate your positive identification. We must find a way to move the body to give him proper rights. I will let you and your people handle that. And then he'll say, Thank you. And he'll kind of kneel next to the body and go into prayer. I would like to make sure I sketch the scene prior to bring uh, i'm gonna retcon a little bit i would like to have mm-hmm. sketched the scene maybe after the um encounter but before i brought father vincent over mm-hmm. just to make sure i properly capture that and i'll explain to him like you don't have to worry about messing with the scene or anything like that because i've already captured it okay so at the tavern slash inn we have some serious investigation going on so how are you investigating we smash cut to the bar where we're singing songs and sloshing together tankards of ale. With whom? Whoever's at the bar. Oh. Just whoever's there. Vincent found a lute somewhere. Um, and while he's not the greatest at playing it, he's like, you know, playing pirate shanties on it and getting the people to sing. Yeah. And he kind of stumbles a little bit towards the to towards the barkeep and he's like he 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 leans back on the bar and he goes Another round for the house. And he leans into the barkeep and he goes, uh, that'll be on the church's tab. Uh, the moon goddess, I think. Yeah, they sent me here. Um, thanks. And I'll flip him <laughs> one of the gold coins that the yeah. clergyman gave me. And they'll be like, another round. And everybody's like, ah. And they'll be passing around ale and wine and people will be happy. You trying to glean any information or are you just drinking? Um, do I see time? brother Silas in the bar anywhere? No. No? Uh, the rooms are upstairs. So if he's in, you know, his room. I think as I've been kind of loosening up the crowd in here and like getting, you know, a very like lighthearted kind of feel to everything. Is there anybody that's like not partaking necessarily in the merriment that's been created here. So as you look around, you will see off to the corner, there is a gentleman uh, sitting. He's got a like a dark green cloak hood pulled up over his head. Um, he has a drink for sure, but he's not like everybody else like dancing and cheering because you keep giving him free drinks. Yes, yeah. He's kind of just slowly nursing 
his ale. Laying lazily under the table next to him is a large uh, gray mastiff that's just like slobbering on his boot mm-hmm. and like licking some kind of muck off of his boot. So what uh, Vincent will do, he'll pull the loot off and he'll just shove it into the first like drunk person's hands he sees and he's like, continue the merriment, brothers. Vincent slams his fist down on the bar and throws back a shot and like throws the glass up at the ceiling and gives out a big yay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as the crowd kind of, you know, breaks out into song again, he'll slip through towards the table with the guy with the green cloak. He'll pull up a chair and sit down, um, and he'll he'll be like, Life of the party over here, are we? Hi. The road was long. I'm just a little weary. The individual pulled their hood back to reveal a middle-aged uh, dwarf has a long scar across his nose. Um, there's like a chunk of his nose actually missing, and he has a long red braided beard. Damn, friend. Yeah, it does look long indeed. Are you you good? It's long healed. Like, it's like it's like a yeah, so, yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, as good as you can be in these times. Are you new to Trask? Yep. Just arrived night before last. Me and old Gibbles here. Interesting. And he uh, throws down a, a chunk of meat and Gibbles heavily, slobberly. That is cute. Interesting. Um. Well, welcome. I'm a member of our fine church establishment here. Um, if you have any questions. Kind of eyes you up and down. You don't look like the religious type. You know, we come in different flavors. I'm more of like, I work with the youth, like a youth ministry kind of thing. You know, we got to keep kind of a cool demeanor about us. Well, if you have any, I didn't catch your name, um, but if you have any questions about Trask, I'd love to show you around or, you know, we welcome newcomers here. Jordan. Jordan, uh, you know. Jordan. Oh, Jordan. I thought you said Jordan, which is historically a very dwarven name. <laughs> Many great dwarves named Jordan. Uh, there was Michael. Um, Michael B. <laughs> the other Michael. <laughs> Say, uh, are you staying in this inn tonight? That's the plan. Well, I'm trying to think of how it, because I think like Kellen or Vincent's wanting to like, see if this guy knows anything being new in town. I'm just trying to figure out how I want to phrase the question. Okay. Well, while you're considering your question of phrasing, of questioning, uh, since you have been singing and dancing around and loosening up, you know, people's lips and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, at this point in time, as you're in conversation with the dwarf, uh, Kellen, who's enjoying a fruit snack. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not. The door of the end. Yeah. I, I walk in. I don't think I actually notice Vincent right away. Um, you notice his handiwork right away. Yeah, of course. There are people awkwardly singing and Everyone's drinking. like in a good mood and like, yep, Vincent's here somewhere. I'm going to go up to the bartender and ask if uh, if he's seen Brother Silas. I uh, heard he was renting a room. Howdy. Hello. I'm Kellen Graybane. I'm here on behalf of the governor. Um, Any relation to the other Graybane? Vincent, I believe his name was. Oh, that's was. my brother. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Is, so, uh, so I'm assuming his, here. So what's his deal? That's a loaded question. I don't know. He, oh, he's a pretty good guy. Yeah? Yeah. Am yeah. I talking, well, who am I talking to The right bartender. Now? Okay. It is a uh, human male, probably like early 60s, he's older gentleman. He's got his hair tied back in a gray top knot. <laughs> Kellen... Usually is kind of like pretty serious, but sometimes like his like little like brother tendencies will come out as the older brother to pick on his younger brother a little bit and be like, and not necessarily pick on him, but be like, yeah, I mean, he likes uh, people a little more matured. 
Um, you, uh... Oh, does he now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... What, what kind of, um... Is he, like, dressed up nice, or... Is it... He's got, like, a... He's got, like, simple linen clothes on, like, a leather smock, uh... uh dish towels tucked, tucked in the pocket. You know, so he can wipe down the counter like bartenders like to do. Every uh, bartender really, ever. Really takes a shine into, you know, people that get their hands dirty and the work know, in the service industry work in the service industry own their own business entrepreneurial type people yeah i'm assuming he's here somewhere oh he's here and he like glances over the table he's talking to you see him over there talking to a dwarf oh yeah i mean in past experiences if you just go up and ask him for a fun night you usually will leave pretty satisfied uh but speaking of brother silas though is he around i also heard maybe oh you're looking for a fun night with silas Sure, I was just wanting to ask him some questions. Well, he's probably up in the the shared room up there. The clergy rented out our big shared room. Oh, it's upstairs, third door on the right. Oh, is he with anyone? Or I think he went up there with Sister Maddie. Interesting. Okay, uh, third door on the right. Yeah, maybe, maybe knock. Of course, common decency. I'll slide a gold coin over to him. I'm gonna head upstairs. You'll get a note from a server. We'll walk over and drop a little piece Vincent. of paper. Vincent will get a note. Yes, sorry, Vincent will get a note. I, I mean, I'll grab it and open it up. And it says, the bar closes at 2. Meet me in my room, innkeeper. Vincent, like, immediately, like, perks up and then looks towards the bar and sees the barkeeper and then looks back at the dwarf and slumps back down and is like, unfortunately, I don't think I could stay here very much longer. Uh, if you need any help, I'll be at the church doing church stuff. Good luck. <laughs> And I'll stand up and walk out of the bar. Okay. <laughs> Willow, yes. so you have led the high priest to the body. You've mm-hmm. done your sketching. Mm-hmm. What are you doing now? I think that I would like to maybe stroll through perhaps the nicer parts of town mm-hmm. to try to find something that jogs my memory. Maybe a house that looks familiar or a family name that might jog my memory in order to work on my the mission that I was sent on prior. Okay. So um, as you're walking through... As part of my secret. Secrets. Secrets. As you're walking through um, town, nothing's really you know, sparking any memories, but... Just as you're thinking, hmm, maybe this was kind of a dead end, you uh, turn down an alley <clears throat> that you thought was going to like just cut through, but it actually ends up in a dead end, in uh, like a small little apartment that's nestled in between two buildings. And you see on the door, it's a solid wooden door, but somebody has carved a wreath into it. It's got a flaky red and green paint, like that's long been not taken care of. And seeing that wreath... You kind of stop and you flash back and you remember the sight of you walking away from that wreath, like the wreath getting further away from you, um, much more vibrant, freshly carved. And then it kind of flashes back and you're back in the present. Um, you recognize this door. You've been inside this apartment before. You're currently standing outside the apartment, but you've been inside the apartment before. I quickly sketch the wreath, like the door with the carved wreath, because mm-hmm. It does jog my memory, but, you know, she gets super frustrated whenever she can't remember something. So she is going to try to, you know, just quickly sketch it, and then she will knock on the door. 
Okay, so as you go up and you knock on the door, you do a couple of raps on the door. Um, the last rap that you do on the door, uh, the door just kind of creaks open. It wasn't all the way latched. Um, there is some dim candlelight coming from inside the apartment, but nobody answers you. I'll just gently push the door open mm-hmm. and step in. Okay, so you step in. Um, there are... Like, all the furniture in here, it's pretty bare bones. Uh, A lot of the furniture has been broken down. Like, there's an old couch that's broken down, and there's some blankets thrown over it. Like, maybe somebody's using it as a makeshift bed or something like that. It looks like nobody's really taking care of this, but there are signs of life. Like, there's cheese rinds discarded on the floor, some uh, parchment papers that probably held some kind of food. There's crumbs and stuff. There's empty bottles. You do hear uh, the sound of a heavy snore coming from a room in the back. Willow will call out into the darkness hello is anyone home uh when you do you hear uh quick scurrying footsteps and a very strung out looking woman um sees you and like darts past you out of the door and like runs down the alley you still hear snoring in the back i'll go search for the source of the snoring okay yep as you get back there uh you do find um there's a couple of people in this room they all seem to be passed out there's random empty bottles around them uh, the gentleman who's snoring has a uh, a still smoldering pipe in his hand. How does, Do you have, like, a sense of smell and all that? Like, can you smell? Do I? I don't know. Do Warforge have senses of smell? Sure. I we'll think say, they you're, have, You're like... very advanced, so yes. We'll yeah. say that. So you smell a really, like, pungent um, odor. It smells, like, sweet and rotten almost. Um, and you believe that's what's coming from the pipe. Uh, this gentleman, whatever he was smoking, he's fallen asleep while doing so. And he's kind of just laying there, uh, like, dead to the world. You have a couple of Do I recognize sleeping. him? No. I'll try to, I'll just gently put my hand on his shoulder and kind of like try to wake him. His eye, he'll, he'll, his eyes will snap open and he'll kind of, and his eyes will roll back and he'll pass out again. Are, are, and did you say there are other people here too? There's a couple of people sleeping on the floor, yeah. And I don't recognize them. These appear to be homeless people. Yeah, I was going to say this, on something else. this looks like this looks like maybe a squatter's home or mm-hmm. something. It's an abandoned. The apartment's been abandoned. It, there's no personal items of the original owners. I mean, you can dig around a little bit more. You just went to the source of the snoring. So there's a couple of rooms in this apartment. I will look around to see if there's anything that jogs my memory. You know, like clearly the wreath jogged my memory. Maybe there's something in here. Like I've been here before. So I'll go ahead and you know take a look. Okay, so you uh, kind of you kind of look around. Um, eventually, you find your way to a small staircase that leads up to a single room upstairs. As you get to the room, again, everything's like kind of worn down, falling apart. But when you get up to the uh, the room on the back wall of the room, you'll recognize uh, what looks like carved ivy into the back wall. Um, you'll run up, walk up, and you run your hand along the ivy, and it'll actually like that section of the wall will pop out. Mm-hmm. A table will like it's like a Murphy's bed, like a table right comes out. Mm-hmm. Inside, like in the cavity where it was, you'll see a small tarnished silver baby's rattle. Willow will kind of robotically register the rattle and pick it up, pocket it, yeah. I think. When you when you pick up the rattle, um, mm-hmm. again, you'll kind of flash back into the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see a woman with long pointed ears, her hair done up in a braid. She is very delicately, she has a small hammer, she's very delicately molding this silver rattle around a thing and throwing a couple of beads into it mm-hmm. um, as she's crafting this rattle. Um, you will also um, look so over... she's an see, elven woman? She has pointed ears. Elven or half-elven, it's kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Then you'll look over and you'll see what looks like a porcelain arm covered in blue floral tattoos that a man is... You see the back of the man and he is tinkering with this uh, arm. Okay. 
I'll sketch out this memory. I will pocket the rattle. I will make a note as to, like, maybe the address of this apartment Mm -hmm. and um, go ahead and make my leave. And as you turn around, uh, there is an individual and ratty clothes behind you. He's like, you got a copper? I believe I do. And I'll I'll give him, like, maybe whatever spare change that I might be carrying on it on me. I don't carry a lot. Yeah. I don't really need to, but... And I'm like, thanks, miss. And I'll go back down the stairs. You're very welcome. Take care. We now go to the inn, the third door on the right. Do I hear anything as I approach? You hear um, somebody saying a prayer. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to hear. What do you think? This is a clergy orgy room? I don't know. The clergy room, if you will. I think <laughs> Silas and Maggie? Maddie. Maddie, getting it on. <laughs> like the butterflies, they do be fucking. I will approach the door. Give a little tip tap. Enter. Open it up and walk yeah. inside. So you'll see, um, presumably, who's Sister Maddie over there uh, going over some kind of scripture, like reading some scroll. Silas will be sitting in front of the um, window of the room, looking out at the moon and the night sky, praying. He's like, oh, Kellen, correct? Yes, Brother Silas. Have I... you met Sister Maddie? Uh, no, I don't. Well, briefly. Uh, hello. No, pleasure to meet you. She'll nod her head. Uh, uh, what can I do for you? How goes the investigation? It Unfortunately, we had goes. supper quite a bit ago. Your brother said that it would already be solved. <laughs> He's uh, a few steps ahead of himself, I think, sometimes. Making progress. I do have a few f- questions I would like to um, ask you if you have some time. Uh, yes, of course. Whatever I can do to help. Uh, I would like to know more about Sister Tabitha. Uh, uh, yes, one of that course. was still missing. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit uh, more about her? We- she was pretty quiet, really distant. We get a lot of people like that at the church. Um, takes them a while to open up. We don't try to pry too much into the past, but mm-hmm. um, she seemed very interested in the teachings of Ceylon. When you say interested. What specifically? Was there anything uh, like that she was really interested in, or was it just the general? She just seemed really interested in the history um, about the the trials and tribulations of the goddess in the early years, and you know, just the yeah. historical pieces we had in the church. The trials and tribulations. Uh, that did she ever ask about the? Uh... The eclipse spear in Saloon and the significance between those? I mean, she talked about the ba- She asked about the battle, but I don't know if she specifically mentioned the spear. Who was the battle with? Hmm? The battle that Saloon had. Oh, the forces of darkness, of course. There was, um, it was a, an emissary from another dark god, uh, unnamed dark god. The scriptures say to speak the name is to invite ruin, so they didn't record it. Uh, of course, that's old dogma we wish they would have actually recorded the name so we could have a more accurate recording you know but people used to be quite a bit more superstitious than they are now so we went and checked out tabitha's uh where tabitha was staying um and she's not there um obviously st- still missing did oh, she yeah we checked for her at home right um we did find brother caleb however uh, he was there is he well uh no no he seemed to be uh, being used as some part of summoning ritual. Um, we found his dead body in the underneath the uh, in a hidden basement at her house. My my God! And you say Tabitha wasn't there? Is she all right? No idea. Would very much be interested in finding Tabitha. Do you have any other? Do you think idea? she had something to do with Caleb's death? 
Well, she seemed like such a nice lass. Yeah, sure seems like it. Silas, sure, sure seems like she had something to do with whatever happened. Do you have any idea where she might be other than her house? I said no, she mostly kept to herself. We knew she was staying in the cottage and then she was planning on moving in to the temple. And I'm going to look at the uh, same question, like just see if Ab, uh, Maddie knows anything different. Like since she's in the room, right? So kind of like give her a look like, do you know anything? Like, I'm sorry, I, I didn't really interact with Tabitha. Hmm. She only talked to a couple of people like she was pretty closed off. Who did she talk to? Well, she was close with the high priest and Silas there, but Silas is like the, he introduces like all the new, he like, his job is to bring the new acolytes in. Anyone else? She talked a little bit to Jed. He was one of the clerics though. He unfortunately did not survive the, the massacre. Jed was also one of our like historians. He like managed the stuff in the vaults. Who was the one, uh, who was the one that was, uh, that had the safe? What was her name? Matilda. Matilda. Okay. Sister Matilda. Did she ever talk to Sister Matilda at all? Not that I know of. I mean, maybe like in passing, like a high or, but not like. Do you know what was in Matilda's room? In the safe? Oh, I mean, she ha I know she had a safe. I assume they were just accounting documents. Her family, um, she comes from a family of merchants. Or came from a family of merchants. I just assumed they were like old shop records or deeds or something. I mean, we didn't really press, you know. Okay, well... Thank you for your time. I'm just gonna You're going to find working who did this, case. right? Sure will. Um, got a pretty good idea. Uh, we're just trying to get a little bit more information. I'll let you know if I have any more questions. All right. I'm going to leave. I want to go. Is there uh, like an archive um, in the city in regards to like saloon or saloon? Uh, like a historical records or anything like that. I mean, there was a library in the church. In the church. But like, not like a kept historical, like, public archive out in the city, no. Okay. Well, I'm going to go downstairs to Vincent. Well, Vincent left. That's right, but Vincent I don't know that. Vincent ducked out of the bar. So what is Vincent doing? So I'm actually just standing. So Vincent's standing outside of the front of the bar. He's got, um, he had lit up a pipe, um, and he's kind of just sitting outside on a bench kind of just mulling over everything that's happened throughout the day. After sitting there for a little while, he'll kind of stand up, pace back and forth, kind of realize that he doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing right now, and he doesn't know where, one, his brother is currently or where their new assigned partner for this case is. So he will try to decide if it's going to be enough time for Kellen to come back out. But you spent quite a bit of time up there. Ten-ish minutes or so? Yeah, so I think that he's going... Um, Vincent's going to start walking back towards the church. Okay. As you walk towards the church, you will, um, as you're passing one of the uh, oil lamps that light that line the street, you'll hear a loud thump as an arrow passes about a foot in front of you. Technically, it's a bolt, but, you know, semantics, uh, with a piece of parchment, like through a piece of parchment that pins it to the post, the wooden post. So Vincent will kind of, like, throw his back into the nearest wall. And kind of see, check and see if he can see where, you know, if he can identify whoever shot it. That innkeeper is not going to take no, no for an answer. He really wants it. <laughs> uh, give me a perception check. Yeah. Ooh, that's actually pretty good. Uh, 20, 30, 20. Okay. You will see what looks like um, from probably like 150, 250 feet out. It's pretty far away. You see a, a humanoid shape slink off of a roof. 
Okay, and it, it, I can't see them anymore? Mm-mm. Okay, then I'll reach out and grab the bolt and pull it out of the post and open up the, the letter. Um, the letter is just a simple message that says, keep your nose at a business that doesn't belong to you. Leave town. Reading it, I'm going to try to use the... What am I... Like, what's this building next to me look like? It's a house. Like, I mean, it's like this rows of houses. Like, they're kind of like apart. Like, this section of town is probably like apartments, more apartments. You know, okay. like, so what I'll houses. do is I'll, you know, I'll do like a stretch and put my back up against this lamppost and push my foot off of it and run towards the house and i'm gonna jump and plant my foot on the window seal and try to throw myself high enough up to catch the suit the roof so that i can uh pull myself up on the roof um give me an athletics check or acrobatics oh, thank god either one whatever one applies to you we gonna do it acrobatically or just acrobatically gonna it yeah okay. and it's gonna be a 15 okay yeah the roof's a little bit higher than you expected you don't you make it it's not super graceful but nobody's yeah. around to see it anyways yeah so your foot like you find purchase and again remember this is kind of like an old like rundown thing so when you push up off the window sills a little bit of water rot so it kind of crumbles a bit anything you don't quite get the height you expect you to scramble up on the roof uh-huh. you're a little winded but you make it up there okay and then um can i see this figure kind of darting through rooftops at all okay give me another perception okay. check yep Ooh, uh 20 again uh dirty 20 Okay, you do not okay. see him. I'm gonna just start kind of. But as you look over, thing it said you're in the part. Your part town has like apartments. So there's a lot of windy alleys, so uh, you, it's it's pretty easy. Like if you were the one trying to lose somebody, that's where you'd want to be in town. Yeah, I'm gonna start jumping rooftop to rooftop and seeing if I can find this person. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna just sprint, um, jumping rooftop to rooftop. Go ahead and just give me just uh, three acrobatics checks. This will count for you jumping on all all your jumps, basically. Okay, fourteen, thirteen. And a natural 20. At first, you're, natural real, 20. you're really clumsy about it. Like, yeah. you're, like, kind of scrambling. And then all of a sudden, you start being able to identify, like, all right, a lot of these little places where I'm jumping off of them, there's, like, tiles falling off our roofs. It's, like, they're not well kept. But you kind of start to, like, just after some experience, you start to be like, okay, this is what the secure tiles look like. You get your footing better, you sober up a bit, and you are able to go over there. And let me see if you get lucky and went the right direction. Okay, so after uh, a while of running around, you don't see anything. Okay, I think... I will catch my breath on a rooftop. Uh, where did where do you think I kind of ended up at? What kind of what area of the town do you think? So you would have like got out of like the um, residential district, and you're into like the market district. There's some like stalls. Like the the stalls are a lot shorter. They're one story buildings as opposed to, like this these story and a half type things you were running across. So there's really like low stalls. And are they like that open? Like are there vendors open? Like uh, food this vendors? late at night, there's like one or two food vendors open. Uh, that are doing some, like, greasy fried food that is catering exclusively to people who are coming out of the bar. Okay, I'm going to, like, front flip off the top of a roof and land in front of a vendor. Okay. Whoa! That was cool. That's a 17. That's not bad. Yeah. Why Why are you on the roof? Um, you know, just going for a midnight jog. Uh, what you got back there? Anything good? Yeah, I've got some uh, fried mutton. Perfect, I'll take and it. You haven't happened turnips? to see a hooded figure running around here. some fried cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and some fried mackerel. I've also got some fried wheat. Is that it? Is that the list? <laughs> and fried Brussels. I'll take the cheese. And fried bread. Was it? You know what? Never mind. Have you seen any hooded figures running around here? Fried by asparagus. Chance? Sweet God. <laughs> Yes, Saloon is merciful in her harvests. <laughs> uh, 
I'm afraid to talk if I'm going to be honest with you. I'm worried that your menu is not through yet. You want to hear the menu? No, I don't. I absolutely do not. Here's a gold. Please never speak with me again. <laughs> and I'll slide a gold over. Um, I'm outside the bar, right? Do I see Kellen walking you're not, out? You're not far from the bar, yeah. Okay, I'll kind of jog over to Kellen. I'll, I'll stride up to him. I think whoever we're after definitely knows we're after them. And I'll hold out the bolt with the uh, message in it. I'll read it. Kind of turn to you and kind of a little bit of a grin and be like, well, this should be fun. Yeah, I think they're... Uh, Whoever it is, is, they're very spry. They're able to outrun me. Just one person? Yeah, they're in a hooded cloak. Um, have you seen... What's her name? Willow? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should find her. Um, last I saw her, she was going to go grab the high priest to take back to uh, Tabitha's cottage. Okay, maybe we go to the church and see if we can find her. Yeah. What do you even do? Trying to get information, not really succeeding, but, well, maybe the answers are still in the church. Okay, said that way. We'll start making our way to the church. Making our way downtown. <laughs> Walking fast. Yeah. Faces past, I'm homebound. Da, 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 da. I'm going to head towards the church, too, after making my way downtown. Walking fast. I'm I'm at a brisk pace. Oh, I have an idea. Go ahead. I'd like to go to the church and... <laughs> what a novel idea that is. Crazy. When they I... said it couldn't be done. <laughs> when I get there, I would like to try to find matching etchings like, I've, like we found in Tabitha's basement. Oh, okay. Potentially a teleportation circle or some summoning circle like maybe she summoned something somewhere once and then she was like oh i can do this now so i'd like to try to summon it again maybe in matilda's room or something but yeah i'd like to try to scan the area for matching etchings on the floor okay go and give me an investigation check please yes sir sorry i can't remember my modifier quite yet there we go that is an 18 okay yeah so you you're looking for what seems like a long time, and you're not really seeing anything, and you kind of, you plop down on one of the pews, and you look over, because you're sitting next to, like, a broken section of pew, because some of the pews are crashed through, and you'll notice on the uh, on the splintered pew, you'll flip the plank over, and you'll notice scratchings in the wood on the bottom side of the pews. Like fingernail scratchings, or, like, like file? An etching, like an etching of a symbol, oh, of a okay. geometric symbol. Very similar to what you would have seen in... Is it, or is it not a triangle? It is a couple of symbols. There's like a square. There's a pentagon. There is a triangle. The pentagon. <laughs> yes. Not a pentagram. A pentagram is a star. A pentagon is a five-sided shape. Oh. I start looking at all of the pews. A pentagon is not just a government building, Derek. It's also a shape. I only <laughs> we're back to geometry. Oh, damn math. My only thoughts are America. <laughs> so, so I think uh, Kel and I walk in as. Willow is flipping over the pews in the church. Yeah, I would begin. I would like to begin to look at all the pews. Kelly, you wouldn't believe it. The bartender, like, it was weird, man. What, Willow? What are you doing? I'm trying to hide a grin on my face. I thought since there was no point of entry that the summoning circle would be how the assailants came through. So I am looking for similar etchings like we saw in Tabitha's basement. Any luck? I. Yes, there is 
There are some etchings on this pew. I am looking at all the pews now. I'll hit uh, Kel in the chest with the back of my hand and be like, damn, man, you didn't step your game up. Well, let's flip over some of these pews. So going back to when I cast tech magic, though, I didn't get any arcane reading from these sigils. So, okay. Just because there's an arcane rune, if it's not in use, there's no magic in it, you know. Right, right. What? You said flip the pews over? Yeah, let's start flipping some of these pews over. Okay. Actually, Kel, I have an idea. Go flip the altar. (laughs) Or look on the floor adjacent to the altar. I'll go to the altar. I mean, I'll do it if you don't want to do it. No, I'll go to the altar. I I don't know why I was thought... Never mind. I was not putting two and two together that the altar could be flipped. I was thinking of like a... I've been playing a lot of RuneScape, mm-hmm. and the altars are very large, like, tables that are usually, like, stone. So, gotcha. like, you know. I mean, this one could be. It could be, but I don't think it is. It might be. You gonna flip it? I'm gonna look at it. Can I go... Do I need to investigate it, or can I just look to see if you there's a sigil? Look. Okay. There's no sigils on What about in Matilda's room? Sure, I'll go check there, too. <laughs> do you know who Matilda is? You weren't the one who found the body with the safe. This no, but is he, true. I mean, he that knows about it. Well, as you say that... uh Vincent's like, yeah, check that altar out. I'll go check Matilda's room. Oh, okay. Is the stain or is the glass still stained black up there? Yes, because they haven't they haven't cleaned it yet. Cause okay. They're waiting for you guys is okay to like clean up. But the they've gotten scene. the bodies and stuff out. No, no. Okay. Everything is still preserved until you. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go, go to Matilda's ahead. room. Okay. Or what about in the vault room too? That's a good place to look as well. As you get to Matilda's room, you hear a low like the door shut you hear a low murmuring somebody talking quietly of themselves vincent is just stumbling upon all the things he's good like that (laughs) i'm gonna quietly unsheath my dagger and kneel or like lay down on the ground and use my dagger almost like as a mirror to peer underneath the 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 door you see somebody hunched over the safe where the burned documents were. Um, they're wearing vestments of Saloon. You can't see who they are because it's just like, you see their butt basically because it's a floor safe, right? Like sitting on the floor and they're kind of like hunched over on their knees. They're mumbling something in a language that, what languages do you speak? Not a lot. I don't think, I think it's literally just, hold on one second, I'll tell you. I'm assuming you don't speak it, but I want to make sure. Yeah, let me just uh, see here. Before. Common, Elvish, and then Thieves can't, so. No. So they're mumbling in something, a lot of like hard consonants and growling noises. And there's flashes of light happening in front of them. You've seen enough to know that there's probably some kind of spell work going on right now. Yeah. But I'm gonna no fucking clue what it is. Yeah, I'm going to push myself up, pull my crossbow from my back, square myself off to the door, ready a bolt. And I'm gonna kick the door open. Wait, do we see this? Since no, we're it's in down the, the hallway. So there's oh, so like because there's there's the main chamber and there's two wings. You have to go gotcha. through doors to get the wings. He's at the end of one of the wings. Of the wings. So, gotcha. Like, yeah. So he's down through a door and down a hallway, basically. So I I ready the bolt. I kick the door open and as loud as I can so they can hear me. I go freeze, bitch. And flipping around in shock and horror, a middle-aged gentleman with a bowl cut and a bald spot. His eyes have been blacked out. Like, they're blacked out like or gouged no, out? No, blacked out is in, like, solid black eyes. Oh, okay. And he looks at you, and he extends a hand, not at your direction, like, he, like he's facing you. He extends a hand this way, and some papers flow around as he suits a gust of wind, blowing out a torch on the wall, casting a shadow across the floor, which glows up in runes.
Stupid Wizards Actual People is Drew Burton as the DM, Derek Dix as Vincent Graybane, Josh Matney as Kellen Graybane, and Elizabeth Ryan as Willow the Warforged. New episodes are bi-weekly, with the next new episode premiering on May 28th. Please leave a rating and a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to, and thank you for listening. That sounded like Jake. You did. Again, stop making references to content people don't know about. Uh, but you could know about it. You could know about it. If you subscribe to our Patreon.